Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Good afternoon and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always, we are here working together to improve our financial IQ. Uh, Total Wealth Academy is a education and mentoring program for people who want to build a second stream of income using real estate. And what we do is we invest in everything from single family homes to apartment complexes, senior living complexes, self-storage, hotels, strip shopping centers, you name it, if it produces cash flow and it's real estate, we're buying it. And the object or goal of the members of Total Wealth Academy is to build a second stream of income that meets all their wants and needs. And there's multiple, multiple reasons why they do this. But one of the biggest ones is that the idea of saving your way to retirement is really pretty ineffective for the average person. To have $10,000 a month in retirement, you've got to save up $3 bucks. And if you look at your savings, most people are going to go, Ooh, I'm nowhere on track to save Three million bucks. In other words, you're 45. You got a couple hundred grand in the bank. Double that. That's what you'll have at 65. So you have 400 grand. Long way from three million dollars. But if you go out, learn the material, educate yourself in passive investing, you could do it with six hundred thousand dollars, not three million. So it is a more effective way to get to retirement. The other wonderful thing about it is that cash flow comes in from these investments and you're trading deals, you know, every five to seven years, but it comes in for the rest of your life. It's not, you know, you don't run out of it. The One of the big problems with saving your way to retirement is the minute you retire, you're praying, God, please kill me before I run out of money. You know, not a good way to live. So on last Thursday's show, we spent the entire show talking about why you must have a second stream of income. And I got a lot of response from it, both through email and people coming to our free sample class and so on. So I want to thank all the listeners that emailed me or showed up at our free sample class. We truly appreciate it. Today, I want to talk about a quote I heard and unfortunately, I didn't catch who said it. So I'm going to have to leave it as just somebody. <laughs> but he said, don't retire from something. Retire to something. Don't retire from something. Retire to to something. 
And I think this is a very profound statement because those of you that have listened to me for a while know I retired twice, hated it both times. And you've also heard me quote the statistic that the life expectancy of a white male after they retire, three years. And I think that has a lot to do with not having a purpose anymore. I think it has a lot to do with not helping and serving other people anymore. When you retire and you think, oh, I'm just going to play golf and fish and and what, you know, I don't know what women do in retirement. I just realized that. Whatever women do in retirement, gardening, um, I'm probably being a chauvinist, but forgive me. Whatever they, whatever you think is going to consume your time gets boring real quick, real quick. Within three months, I was losing my mind. I was, what am I here for? What, what's, what's the purpose? What's my purpose? And I felt a little lost, for lack of a better phrase, and didn't like that feeling. There's a book out there called Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Viktor Frankl. Viktor Frankl was a victim of the Nazis and he was placed in a concentration camp for being Jewish. I believe it was Auschwitz. And he observed that there were strong people, weak people, tall people, short people, intelligent people, dumb people, all in the same prison camp. And he thought, well, the weak and the dumb will die first. They'll be the first to go. And he found out that wasn't true. Some strong people died, some weak people died. Some intelligent people died, some dumb people died, and some survived. He couldn't figure it out. Then one day, he was being tortured. Um, They were doing medical experiments on him. And in his pain, in his humiliation, he had an epiphany. that the only reason that he could take the pain, he could take the suffering, was that he had a huge why to do it. And that why was he had committed himself to teaching at universities in a way that would help prevent something like this from ever happening again. Because of that why, he was able to survive the torture, the humiliation, the starvation. He survived. And he noticed that the other people that survived had big whys as well. Some of them 
their spouse had escaped to the United States. So they knew that if they ever got out of this prison camp, they would be waiting for them. That was their why. Some of them had children that had escaped Nazi Germany, and they knew that if they ever got out, they would find them. I believe that when most people retire, they lose their why, their purpose in life. And that's why the life expectancy is so stinking short, not just because they're old, but because they have no why. We'll talk more about this when we come back from the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. If you have money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account, you can use it to invest passively in real estate without tax or penalty. Our average rate of return is three times that of the stock market and mutual funds with much less volatility. If you have over $70,000, you can start passive investing today. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we're talking a little bit about the importance of having a purpose in life, especially when you retire. And a lot of people are retiring thinking, again, that they're going to fish, they're going to golf, they're going to garden. They're gonna... I'm warning you, it gets old real fast. Now, a lot of people are in, they want to retire because they've never had a job they love. They've always taken jobs because of the pay, because of the benefits. They never got a job that they love, so they don't know what that means. They're used to, you know, putting up with crappy coworkers, a mission statement that they don't really believe in an environment they're not happy in, but they do it for the money and the benefits. You know, they've never, again, done the right thing, which is build a second stream of income and get a job you love to where you're excited every Monday morning to get there. But that can change when you retire. And what I mean by that is when you retire, if you've got enough money, your bills are paid. Okay, play golf for three months. Go fishing for three months. Take a three-month vacation. Travel the world. But at the end of that three months, you're going to be like me, going, what in the world is this all about? Am I really going to waste the rest of my life playing golf and fishing and do nothing to help and serve other people? It doesn't work. It's going to shorten your life. So when you retire, I think that if you haven't already done it, go find something you love to do. A way that you help and serve other people that just about nobody else can do. The wonderful thing about it is 
Every one of you has that ability. There is a reason you're here. There's a way that you help and serve others that pretty much nobody else can do. Or maybe they can do it, but they can't do it as well as you can. And I suggest you retire to that as opposed to retiring from that. So it could be that another another option is to go into charity work. Um, I think a lot of people have things that have happened to them. I lost my mother to Alzheimer's. Uh, we're, we're losing my wife's mother to Alzheimer's. Something like that could motivate you and encourage you to get into Alzheimer's research. Raising money for Alzheimer's research. Some type of volunteering opportunity that means something to you. Maybe you lost a relative in a recent war. And, or you had a injured in a war and permanently disabled. Then Wounded Warriors might be the charity you choose. All I'm saying is, find a purpose in retirement. And I'm warning you that the purpose of fishing, playing golf, gardening is not enough. And it's going to reduce your life expectancy because it's not a strong enough why. A lot of people can relate to this. Have you ever heard a story where an older person survives until something is finished and then they die like two days later. You got to understand that's not an uncommon story. They had a why. They finished it and checked out because the why was gone. Now, some of you are going, oh, Steve, you're crazy. Nope, I'm not. Pick up that book, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl, and read it. Devour it. That bu- And be prepared, you're going to cry. <laughs> There's probably three or four stories in there that will bring you to tears and make you feel alive. It is an incredible book. So pick that up, read it, and remember this phrase, don't retire from something, retire to something. Read Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. All right, let's, let's now do a case study of an apartment complex, a big transition, right, of an apartment complex that produced a tremendous amount of cash flow for me But it also illustrates the power of NOI, net operating income, and how we literally doubled the value of a property in about 
I think it was a little over two years. So as we talk about this, I'm going to talk about it from the point of view of you doing the deal all by yourself or doing it as a passive investor to compare the returns. Um, You know, if you buy an apartment complex all by yourself, the returns are (laughs) insane, you know. Um, But really, even as a passive investor, the right deal, the returns are insane. So what we did, this was a, and I've rounded all these numbers off, by the way, um, to make it easy to understand. And it's important to understand that there's a lot of work involved in an apartment complex. And then a warning for those of you in single family. If you've got 20 or 100 single family homes and you think for a second that you can run a 20 unit apartment complex, you're probably wrong. Apartments run completely different from single family. I made that mistake. I had dozens and dozens of single family homes, got a little arrogant said, oh, I'm going to buy this 10-unit apartment. Bought the 10-unit apartment, and it ate my lunch the first year. (laughs) I think I had negative $10,000 NOI by the end of the first year. I was able to recover, but that wasn't until the end of the second year. And it was scary because I was failing, and that wasn't something I had experienced And it was really, really stressful. Now, I understand stress is, you know, it's how you handle things that causes stress. So it was my problem. But I couldn't solve it. Nothing was making sense. All the principles I was using to run single family effectively was not working. So just a warning. Those of you in single family, make sure you take a commercial real estate investing class like ours before you make that transition from single family to apartments, senior living, self-storage, or whatever. They run completely different than single family. So this particular deal was a 200 unit up off of 610 and 290. And we picked it up very inexpensively. Um, We picked it up for five million bucks. Five million bucks and it was a disaster. (laughs) Uh, The five million included the rehab too, by the way. Um, It was a disaster and that's why we got it so cheap. The other thing was it was the market. I guess this was about 12 years ago, but I don't want you saying, oh, that deal doesn't exist anymore. No, we're still doing deals like this. The numbers are all higher, but we're still doing deals like this. So the purchase price really was $4 million, and it needed about $900,000 in deferred maintenance. 
We needed new roofs, new exterior paint. The asphalt needed to be redone. All of the perimeter fences had to be redone. We had about 60 interiors that were gutted, had to be redone. So you can imagine, you get to $900,000 pretty quick. Another reason that the price was so low is because the rents were all $150 to $200 a month below market. In other words, everything else in the neighborhood was $150 to $200 more per unit than this one. But think about it deeply. If you let your property become a piece of crap, how do you get people to move in? Only one way, lower the rent. All right, we'll talk more about this when we come back from the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we're at the beginning of a evaluation of a passive investor deal. But I'm going to show it to you as if you bought it yourself. Because there's some of you listening that do have three or four million in the bank and still don't feel safe, still don't feel comfortable, and there's good reason. You could do, have done this deal all by yourself with the right education. Do not take your $3 million and go buy an apartment complex without educating yourself first. Please, I don't think anybody would do that, but just want to get that out there. Um, again, we got a $4 million purchase price, $900,000 in deferred maintenance. And then why did I say it was $5 million? Because there's about $100,000 in hold, closing and holding costs on a big commercial loan like this. So when you add the 400, the 900, and the 100, there's the 5 million that I told you. And when I give you a price of a home that we bought, it always includes closing costs. I cannot stand when people say, I bought a home for 200. No, you didn't. What were the closing costs? Well, they were 7,000. You bought it for $207,000. You've got to include, be real, stay in reality, Always include your closing costs, and if it's a rental property, your holding costs as well. That's the real purchase price. That's your all-in number. So, again, why so cheap? 60 vacant units. Rents were $100 to $200 a month below market. It was filled with thugs, drug dealers, prostitutes. <laughs> it was rough. It was rough. Um, so rough that when we went to the bank, to get the mortgage, they turned us down. They said, that that's a piece of crap, and it's rough. Their person didn't even feel comfortable, you know, walking the property. So after some prodding, 
and the fact that we had done quite a few deals with this bank, we were able to get them to agree to finance it for us, but they wanted a high capitalization rate. Now, this is an oversimplification of the capitalization rate, but I want you to think about it like this. If a bank puts up 70% of this deal and they have to foreclose on us and take it back, they want to make an 8% rate of return or better. That's an 8 cap rate, capitalization rate. It's the rate of return the bank would make on the property if they had to foreclose on it and manage it themselves, which they're horrible at. They don't try to do that. They try to sell it immediately. I'm sorry if you can hear my dogs. I think the Amazon guy came to the door. So they go out. They look at it. Scares the evaluator to death. We talk them into doing it. They go, yeah, we'll do it. 8% cap rate. I'm like, well, that's about two to three points higher than what I was expecting, but let's do it because we didn't think we could get a lower cap rate anywhere else. So we talked to talk to the bank into doing it, and they say, look, we want, you know, I think it was 25% down. Let me scroll down and make sure I got the numbers right. Yeah, 25% down plus closing costs. So our total out-of-pocket was right at $1.5 million. That's the 25% down plus the $100,000 in closing costs. So how did we get the $1.5 million? The members of Total Wealth Academy put up the money. Let's say it was 15 members put up $100,000 each. And then we go buy this property. There's one of those members is what's known as the sponsor or syndicator. That individual, in this case a male, that guy... He does everything. The other 14 members do nothing. They just receive a check every quarter, and every time there's a refinance event, they receive a check. They, I guess you could say they have to read financial statements every month, which takes about 30 minutes. But they're not doing anything. The sponsor or syndicator, I'm going to use the word sponsor, does everything. He locates the deal. He negotiates the deal. He gets the bid for repairs. He oversees the construction. He manages the property. Everything is handled by the sponsor. And they generally get 25% ownership, sometimes 30. And I've seen higher. Just depends on the deal. But on average, it's probably 25 and sometimes 30% of the deal. So, for this example, let's pretend like the sponsor put up 100000 and 14 other members put up 100000 um, If you're curious, on a regular deal like this, the minimum is usually 50000 That's why we say if you got seventy grand or more, you got enough to start passive investing because you only need fifty. Okay, so we end up closing this deal. The bank funds it. We put up our down payment. 
What does the sponsor do immediately? What are the action steps upon closing? Well, the immediate needs are taken care of first, and this would be the property condition. So action step number one is going to be to rehab the entire complex with a focus on those 60 vacant units. The goal of the sponsor is to raise the net operating income, NOI. He wants to raise the rents, increase the occupancy, add laundry mats, whatever it takes to get more cash coming in from that property. Because the value of commercial property is based off the NOI and a little bit on comparable sales. But it's primarily the net operating income. Whereas with single family, it's comparable sales. You want to know what every other house just like yours sold for. Not asking, sold for. And that's what your house is worth. With commercial property, you can have two identical properties literally on the same street. One's worth $20 million, one's worth $12 million. Why? They're identical properties. The one that's only worth $12 million is mismanaged, has high vacancy, low rents, and so on. So the NOI on this deal when we purchased it, I believe, was around $160,000 a year. Let me see if I can find that slide so I don't forget. Well, we'll, um, we'll address that in a minute, but I think it was one sixty a year, which is very low. So we're back to action steps upon closing. First, rehab the entire complex. That began immediately, immediately. Now, what rehab does, which is very powerful, is it scares off bad tenants instantly, instantly. Not all of them, but a lot of them. So we had a lot of move outs almost the day we started the rehab, which was excellent for us because they were mostly thugs and drug dealers. But the next action step is evict any of them that didn't get scared away, the thugs, the drug dealers, and the prostitutes. Evict everybody. Get them out and start rehabbing those units. The third action step we took was we started leasing all the vacant units as the rehabs were complete at the new higher market rent. Now think deeply. What's our goal? Raise the NOI. By leasing all those vacant units, what are we doing? Raising the NOI. By increasing the rent by 150 or $200 per door, what are we doing? raising the NOI. The fourth action step we took was to then raise the rents on all existing remaining tenants. In other words, were there were all the tenants bad? No. There were probably 70 or 80 that were just good people stuck there. It wasn't that bad when they moved in, you know, that type of thing. And they wanted to stay. 
we were rehabbing units, moving them out of their unit and into a perfect unit and raising the rent by 150 or $200 on them. So I think 70 or 80 of them stayed and moved up to the higher rent. The fifth thing that we did was we added two laundromats. Added two laundromats. Again, the goal, raise the NOI. So the income from those laundromats raises the NOI. So when we look at this deal, originally the NOI was very, very low. Very, very low. That's how we got it at such a deep discount. But it's two years later. Travel with me two years into the future. We've got a new NOI and a new value. When we come back from the break, I'll share those numbers with you and show you how we doubled the value of the property in two years. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And this is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that's going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars in the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and we're talking about a case study of a 200 unit that we did, again, about 12 years ago, um, very similar to what's going on and especially what's going to go on next year uh, and the year after. So we had a very low NOI. I think it was literally only about 160000 a year. Um and the potential was like 400 as it sat. So, but at the end of two years, after we rehabbed the complex, evicted all the bad tenants, leased up, <coughs> excuse me, the vacant units at market rent, raised the rents on the current tenants, and added two laundromats, we had a new NOI. The new NOI was $600,000 a year. It was actually quite a bit more than that, close to seven hundred. but I rounded it down to keep this simple. So we then, at the end of two years, go back to the bank and go, hey, guys, we're done with our rehab. We've got the units occupied. We're 94, 93, 94% occupied, which is about as high as you can get in an apartment complex. We want to refinance, pull some money out. So we go back to the bank. They send their little agents out. They come back. They say, look, we just inspected this thing. This is a beautiful complex now. It is impressive. We love it and want to remain a part of the deal. We're willing to refinance you at a 6% cap rate. Remember before, 
when it was full of drugs and thugs, 8%. So they lowered the cap rate to 6%. To determine the new value, what you do is you divide your NOI, the $600,000, by the capitalization rate, 6% or 0 0.06. When you take $600,000 and you divide it by 0 0.06, that's the new value of the property. The new value, remember we bought it for five. The new value is $10 million in just two years. We made $5 million in two years. Now, we refinance this thing and we pulled out about four million. How would that have affected you if you had bought it all by yourself? Well, if you had bought it all by yourself, you had put up the 1.5 million, you would now have four million dollars in your bank account. How many of you in a two-year period have ever done that? Another way to think about it is how long did it take you to save up $1.5 Did you do that in two years? No, it took decades. We turned that $1.4 into $4 million in two years. Now let's look at it from the passive investor point of view. Please pretend that you were one of the passive investors in the deal and put up $100,000. In this deal, the sponsor got 25%. So of the $4 million, the sponsor gets a million. 75% or $3 million goes to the investors. The investors put up $1.5 million and two years later picked up $3 million. Not hard to do that rate of return. That's a 200% rate of return. You went from 1.5 to 3 million, a 200% rate of return in two years, annualized, that's a 100% rate of return a year. So let's review the total impact to you and your family as a passive investor. You still have $100,000 in the deal. You have $200,000 in your wallet. You turned $100,000 into $300,000 in about two years. And plus, to be really technical about this, your $100,000 in the deal is now worth over a hundred thousand, closer to two hundred thousand. So that's what's going on at Total Wealth Academy. That's why people are joining and passively investing in our deals. And again, we do, we are not limited to apartments. We're doing self storage, senior living, hotels, strip shopping centers, small commercial buildings, things like that. Anything that produces cash flow. So the next question is going to be, well, what was the cash flow during those two years? The first year, 
it was almost nothing. Maybe three or four percent. The second year, it got a little better. You know, maybe six, seven, eight percent. But what's most important is that refinance event. That was a 200% rate of return. So if you divide that over 24 months, boom, that's like $10,000 a month right there. Very powerful tool for building wealth. And this, this example, for those of you that followed along, does it make sense why 70 to 90% of the millionaires in the U.S. used real estate. Because this doesn't happen once in a while. Every building you see, every strip shopping center you see, every hospital, every apartment complex is doing this. I met a guy that flips hospitals. Insane. It's all commercial. And it's all based off of net operating income, NOI. Simple formula, some people call it the magic formula. At a 6% cap rate, for every dollar you increase the NOI, you increase the value of your property by $17. So if you increase, try to figure this out, The magic formula is 17 times whatever you raise the NOI. If you raise the NOI by $100,000 a year, what have you done to the value of the property? Raised it 17 times 100,000, which is $1.7 million. You raise the value of your property by $1.7 million. This works, again, with RV part, anything that's commercial. See, with single family, you're really depending on the market to change for it to really go up in value. With commercial, you don't. You have much more control. Much more control. All right, we got a few minutes left, so if you've got a question about this, one of two ways to reach me. Call right now, 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV, or email me, steve at totalwealthacademy.com, steve at totalwealthacademy.com. And if you can't get to your email immediately, email me after the show. I don't care. You let me know, and I will, uh, you, you, you fire me an email, I'm going to answer it. Okay. Let's see if there's one more point. Oh, this is an eight unit, but I don't have time to do the case study. I will tell you this. I'll go to the end of this eight unit and tell you the total impact. Um, they purchased it all in for 404. Two years later, the thing was worth $1 million. So don't discount the value of these small apartments as well. In two years, pick up $500,000. Have you ever done that before? Well, you could with a little tiny eight-unit apartment complex. 
Yeah, they went from 404 to 967. 967. That's a net worth increase for your family of, it looks like, $561,000 or a 462% rate of return. 462% rate of return. And these are happening all the time. This next one's a 55 unit case study. See if I can get to the numbers on it. This one was a 232% rate of return. 232%. Okay. I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, please take the first half of this show very seriously. Don't retire from something. Retire to something. Your life literally depends on it. Your life expectancy, that is. All right, again, thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.